Yes. Okay, no, we need to go to the beginning for this. So, last night, um, me and Diego and some other girlies went to uh, Sid Waz's show. Um, she was playing with Frankie Teardrop and Sinead. Um, but the vibes were honestly good. I felt like I was manicuring the night to like turn out to be fun. Yeah. Would you agree? I had like the mood lighting, pink pink lights, music. Yeah, do bisexual lighting. Videos. It was yeah. it was it was it was good. At my place. Yeah. And then um It was it was fine. Just like we were talking about how the security was being a little fucking weird. Sorry, I've been trying to like post on Instagram for the last like two hours. I've been trying to like make a cool vibe post for my Instagram feed <laughs> and it's really fucking hard. And then I was listening to I was telling Derek I was listening to Lady Gaga's Born This Way album in bed. Eating slices of fucking bread, untoasted, in bed, drinking like lukewarm Starbucks coffee that I bought like three hours ago. Like literally <laughs> listening to like Lady Gaga <laughs> <laughs> You got the coffee and you were like Okay, I'm gonna curate a curate a vibe post <laughs> on Instagram and I got the coffee and then I was like, I'm gonna curate a vibe. Proceeds to sleep for six hours and then wakes up and I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm ready. Um perfect. Did you did you establish the vibe? Mm, I'm in the process of doing it. Um I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty huge. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> We were supposed to, this was supposed to be our White Lotus episode, but the White Lotus, the new White Lotus episode isn't out yet. We could still watch and potentially just record. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I didn't prep any notes. Um, I didn't prep shit. We literally didn't prep fucking anything. We're raw dogging the fuck out of this. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Um, in other news, uh... Okay, I found found out that my uh, one of my ex besties from like a fallout from two years ago finally I guess decided she was bothered enough to block me on Instagram. Damn, that blocking someone like a year or like two years or Af- even like six after, months, you stop talking, like is insane, like insane. Like, are you still so bothered? Every morning she wakes up, I ripped her hair out to <laughs> kick it about what happened like sec- like seven months ago. Well, I honestly I hope I hope our uh, falling out falling out tore her up a little bit, but apparently it did. I don't know what the nail in the coffin was for her to finally go to your profile <laughs> and block you. Yeah, did somebody promote this podcast and she just like snapped? <laughs> she <laughs> snapped. She didn't block the podcast though, so I'm like, girl. She, the same girl that threw the Halloween party, invited all of my friends, and all of you were like, yeah, I think we'll go. <laughs> Derek is so pissed. He was like, he was, was like, like, okay. Um, he's like, you go to my arch, arch enemy's ha- Halloween party. Well, see, And then I, I ended up sleeping in, sleeping like through everything <laughs> that night. I didn't go to shit. Yeah. No. And, but no, I've honestly never carried any like ill will, like towards her or any other um, redheaded ex-bestie of mine. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has become a platform to like apologize to people that we haven't spoken to in like months, like even last episode. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. I didn't hear anything from uh, 
yeah. from Redacted about it, but... Yeah, the Redacted camp is real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you stood in Olive Branch and you get met with radio silence. True. But I did hear from another friend of ours that um, they weren't going to waste a good podcast on a weekend. And we did put it out on, like, Friday or something. True. A lot of people, whenever we post, always say they're going to save it until they're, um... They're Bored out of their minds. Yeah, or <laughs> other minds that they're fucking, like, nine-to-fives. Yeah. Me, um, with, me with four dollars in my bank account right now, being like, ugh, I can never work a nine-to-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm once again... Once again, much to my chagrin, and I've said it a million times on this podcast, but I'm back... I'm back to looking for a job. I'm doing the get a job challenge True. once again. Um, um, I might get a new reception job. Slay. Yeah. Um, a friend of a friend was like, oh, are you looking for a job? Like, my work's hiring. Would you would you care to be a receptionist? And I was like, uh, yeah, it's in my blood. Ugh. Unfortunately, being a receptionist is in my blood too, but... <laughs> I got some steak-ass blood because literally... Every time that I was a receptionist, I was probably the worst receptionist in the history of the world. Like, I think I spent more time plotting how I could, like, not do my job correctly than just, like, doing my job. Yeah, I can't wait. It's... Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. God's plan. God's plan. Um, I can hardly fucking curate a vibe post on my own Instagram, like, let alone get a fucking job. Let alone answer a phone. Answer a phone, <laughs> like answer and check email. a voicemail. My voicemail's stacked. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I can't remember the last time that I've blocked somebody though. Like, this wasn't this wasn't huge devastating news to me or anything. Like to be blocked, it did just kind of come out of nowhere. Like yeah. I think the last time that I would have like even glanced. Uh, her Instagram's, like, direction was probably Halloween. What did you say? You're like, I would never block a bitch that I hate. I would never block a bitch that I hate. <laughs> I've said this for, like, my entire it's, life. It's your mottos. Yeah, because it's like, I could I could want you dead in the fucking water, and I would never block you. Like, that just shows that you literally give a fuck, that you gaff too fucking much. Yeah. And it's embarrassing, honestly. It's like, you should not... You should never appear that press. Don't never let them see you sweat. The other like, night, the other night we were all hanging out and like right when I um, got back into town and I was so sleep deprived and we all like all of our friends got on like the biggest fucking fight and I think like I looked like I was like genuinely pissed off about something and I was like yelling and then the next morning I woke up and I was like oh my god that was so embarrassing like I, I love <laughs> like I I, I looked it looked like I cared so much like that's so embarrassing honestly like. <laughs> Yeah, having some kind of like outburst or something like it's so humiliating. It's probably the most embarrassing thing you could ever do. <laughs> it's much better to just yeah keep keep cool. Um, like you could you could shoot me in the fucking head, and I like I don't know. <laughs> like I just don't want to seem like pressed about anything. Like, yeah, it's um, it's embarrassing. That night though, when you were freaking it, like he's in his jacket pocket, and so he's. Like squabbling with <laughs> everybody. Everybody. I'm laughing my head off on the couch because I'm not involved in any of this drama. Literally for once, Derek is like not involved <laughs> in like what's going on. I was like, guys, let's have a good time. <laughs> um, but yeah, Diego's like, I'm fucking out of here. And I like slam the front door and just like storm off as no, if it was like, that serious. You like 
took my keys and you like threw them down on their dining room table and like just fully took off. No one heard from you again. <laughs> I like, um, turned off my find my friends like location just to yeah. be so fucking dramatic. Like, <laughs> I was really playing it up for the I, cameras. I was a bit of like devil's advocate for like both sides. I feel, but everybody was so tipsy that like everyone was being no, like, nobody even nobody <laughs> even knew who was fighting with who. Like it was just a mess. Yeah, it was. Really, it was really fucking. I tried to explain the drama to um, to my friend Emmett, and he was like, "This is the most immature shit I've ever heard." <laughs> I was really some low. It was some low vibrational shit for real. Like there was even like trying to explain it on a podcast. It's like they just we were literally just like yelling at each other for no reason. Like I think like that, chimps. <laughs> I think I feel like you were just getting back from like your little stint, uh, your glamorous stint in Montreal, and it like Vancouver is so underwhelming right now. Like it really is. Like even going out last night, I was like, there's. I mean, I. The vibe is what you make it. So like we were dancing like behind the booth and stuff, and that was fun. Um, got to stunt some looks. I did feel like the music was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't recognize like one person, and then at by like two o'clock when people actually like started really f- filling up the place, then um, honestly, just like kind of one-off people that like I see at parties like came and we like had our hellos and stuff. Like yeah, it wasn't. It was good though, I guess. Yeah, it was fine. Um, what were we saying though? Oh, yeah, that you were uh, acting like a diva, <laughs> and that the crushing reality of like how quiet existence is in Vancouver is like, yeah, it's quite depressing. But yeah, it really took a toll on me. I feel like there's um, like people throw around like seasonal affective disorder or whatever. Like they're like it's winter, like. It's, like, I have seasonal affective, and, like, I honestly don't feel, like, that depressed anymore, which is is great. I'm still convincing myself of that, but, um, (laughs) but, yeah, I'm like, well, I feel like I'm more prone to, like, a summertime sadness than, than, like, a seasonal defective, like, winter kind of depression. Yeah, I'm, like, always, like, a little melancholic, I feel, but... It's good for you. Yeah, it is good for you. Um, it adds depth and character. <laughs> no, I was just, like, because I'm broke. Um, maybe just because I'm, like, broke and it's cold and my building refuses to turn on the fucking heating in here. Really? Yeah, it's freezing in here. I've been, like... You should just, like, turn on the oven. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't shut up properly anyways at all. The place is like, ugh. Somebody, I actually almost did that last last December because it was so fucking cold in here. And I had the oven running at one point, like one day because it was so cold. And then a friend texted me saying that apparently you can like die from like, I don't know, some sort of like overdose of like gas or something. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That's very uh, Sylvia Plath. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what Sylvia Plath of me. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'll just do it a little bit. And then sometimes when I, like, think about that, I'm like, I wonder how long, how many days it would take until somebody came, like, knocking on my door to see if I was okay. Oh, I'd probably be over here in, like, 
two or three days. Yeah, two, <laughs> like two days maybe. Like, I'd let you have one day where, like, you do not answer any of my correspondence, and yeah. then... And then I'll be itching to sit down and record again. So I'm gonna kind of need you to. Uh, I've had. Stick I mean, around. I've had some pretty bad hangovers to the point where I just like haven't answered my phone for like probably like 32 hours. And I think like around 32 hours is when like people start like wondering, like <laughs> making group chats and like talking to each other and like spam calling you and stuff. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, I guess. But um, I was thinking about this the other day. It's actually such a blessing that this apartment exists within our friend group. I know. And, yeah, like, it's not going anywhere, I guess. Yeah, I did not get evicted this month. <laughs> 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 Pay my rent with a big ol' IOU this month. Slay. <laughs> Aw. Um, yeah, that is slay. Um... Yeah, just like just like this apartment isn't going anywhere, same with this podcast, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're in it for the long haul. We just signed a deal with Spotify. <laughs> $10 million deal. <laughs> <laughs> the check just cleared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually, we're actually in our brand new... Uh, BBC Live Lounge style uh, recording studio. Yes, Ariana Grande is coming around every 10 minutes to make sure that her wine glasses are filled up. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is sitting under the table like a fucking flapper. <laughs> um, okay. I was actually watching this TikTok re- like an hour ago of Miley Cyrus performing Can't Be Tamed in Mexico. Recently? Yeah, like probably like I don't know, like a year ago, or like six months ago, and it like awakened something deep within me. I think we should, we should go on a derail Mexico City trip. Ooh. Wouldn't that be fucking fun? Yes. Mexico City, or, you know, I actually have a friend who told me recently that they have a place that they own in Cabo, and... chic. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, so let me know if you ever, like, want a place to stay, like, basically for free. We could live like kings. I know. Um, my four Canadian dollars that I have to my name right now would be like four billion in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks on me. Um, and then I can show you. I can show you the village that my family's from, and then from there we can like drive. Is to that close city. to Cabo? Uh, no, I don't feel. It's like... close to Mexico City. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. You can tour the country. Literally, it's like two dollars. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you'll be able to navigate us around. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I love going to Mexico because literally if you, I don't know, I was going to say like, do they like think you're just like a whitey? That was gonna, that's like, what I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, everyone just stares at you so intensely like, on the street. Like, I mean like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. And like, ugh, they're being like a fucking faggot into the mix. Like people can't get their eyes off you. You feel like a fucking celebrity. Yeah. And people are already, like, staring on the street now just because I walk like a fucking schizo freak down the street and I'm, like, trying to get... Literally, the last time that I was in Mexico, I, I like, went with, um, like, my family friend's family. Yeah. Like, and I was just kind of, like, her plus one. Yeah. And, yeah, so we stayed at this all-inclusive and which... I don't know. We could talk about all-inclusive culture, but... Um, I don't really like all... I mean, that's so on theme of White Lotus. <laughs> well, okay, true. But, yeah, I also don't really like 
all inclusives, like on principle, I feel like it's a way that like these American or whatever, just like foreign businesses have ways of like completely taking control of like the city's economies and stuff or like the country's economy and like oh, yeah. you know like it is like such a hospitality kind of like tourism gain like that is where they're making so much money yeah i mean it does give and, a lot of jobs to like these like and they're good jobs yeah. like they're actually good paying jobs like the people that actually work there are so thankful to be there yeah, like you no, know they, they love it they fucking love it. Like, like Mexicans, Latinos are like the most like gracious and like thankful people of all time. Like, it's always so funny whenever people are like, "Oh my god, you shouldn't wear like sombreros and ponchos. It's cultural appropriation." Like, meanwhile, like any Mexican Latino person is like, they love it. They fucking love it. Yeah, they're celebrating. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, Mexicans are like. And they're so chill and funny. Like they're. I don't know, they're just so fun to hang out with. Yeah, social, they know how to, they know how to live. And, exactly. Um, la vida loca. <laughs> Olé. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I could still enjoy my time, but I was like, uh, like, this is such a, like, fatal flaw to, like, your country's economy, I feel like. It just kind of keeps you under someone somebody else's thumb. Yeah, I mean... Like, the jobs off of the resorts are, like, the, what, bad jobs? Or, like, those are the jobs where, like, you're just... I feel like it's so much more of, like, a up uphill battle to, like, you know... Yeah, make, I mean, it's, like, different means. different strokes for different folks, I guess. Like, it's good that those jobs are there for, for people that want them. And, like, I don't know, like I said, they're good jobs. My, like, qualm with all-inclusives is just, like, it's a bit boring like a customer like it's if you go to one all-inclusive you've pretty much been to all of them yeah and even like the the more posh ones it's like they're not that much different from like the like the three-star ones to be honest like the experience is more or less the same yeah i mean okay i did say the last time i went to mexico but that was i actually went to mexico this year too and stayed at five star and that was like so i noticed it was incredible. It was not as beautiful as the White Lotus, but um, yeah, it was super sick. I felt like I was the like honestly skinniest, whitest person at the resort. Like resort goers are typically pretty uh, huge, huge, <laughs> laid back. Um, Heifers. They're they're relaxing and like, my my body looks stressed. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. So it it was fine. It wasn't like all eyes on me or anything. I like going to an all all inclusive once in a while. It makes me feel like Avril Lavigne. It makes me feel like really like moody teen. That's like with their family and that's like got dragged on this family vacation. Then I like go take my book and like. Yeah. Sip my pina colada down by the beach by myself because I'm like, ugh, I need to get away. My mom just doesn't get me. Yeah, or like, I'm like the only person like smoking a cigarette on the beach. I'm like, is this allowed? I know. And then I always get drunk so quick too whenever I'm like there. I'm just like, ugh, I turn into fucking J. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's another intriguing thing to like being at a resort is like, if it is all-inclusive or if it is just, like, all being charged to your room, like, I love the idea that nobody there actually knows, like, 
how rich or poor I am. So, like, yeah, I don't know. If you, rich people, like, behave like money's not a part of the equation and not in, like, a grotesque way, just in a way where they can, like, enjoy their life. Yeah, it's like if they want... I feel like we're almost, like, treading into White Lotus territory. Yeah. I mean, that was what we were supposed to talk about today. <laughs> True. Maybe we'll do, like, a part one, like, part one and part two, even. Yeah. If we do it. We'll figure it out. Um, um, have you ever been on a cruise before? No. Cruises seem kind of weird to me. You haven't either? No. I have, Although I really want to go on, like, an Alaskan cruise, because I really want to go to Alaska. Yeah, I feel like an Alaskan cruise would feel like being on, like, a BC ferry. Probably. Like, for a week, with bedrooms on it. There's a certain it would, mystique to a BC ferry. I'd love to have sex I'm, on one. I'm, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, um, I'm kind of scarred, because I've had to take BC ferries, like, my entire life, if I wanted to leave the island. Oh, yeah. So I basically never did leave the island, and that's why I'm so stunted. <laughs> um, I haven't been on a ferry in a long time. But, yeah, even looking at, like, Grinder or anything, like, while you're on the ferry, like, that's a good way to find out how many gays... I don't know. There might be, like, a couple. But then the ones that message you, they're just... Scary. You're not gonna... You're not gonna meet fucking... Romeo. Romeo on, on BC Ferries, no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I imagine, like, imagine going on one of those, like, gay cruises. Terrifying. I feel like you'd be asking to get raped. <laughs> Probably. In some capacity. Like, something's gonna happen that you... <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna happen to you when you go on the no-loads-refused gay cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <dumb for> that. <laughs> You're walking away with something. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but, yeah. Also, to do with, like, the slim pickings of quality men around here. Yeah. The bar is set so low here that, like... <clears throat> oh, shit. I almost, like, lost my voice last night. I was fucking, like, howling on Were the dance you? floor. I didn't hear you yelling that much. Yeah, I was, like... I'm not gonna do it, but, like... Yeah, I was, like, howling at the moon, and I wasn't the only one. Like, people were living on the dance floor, but yeah. I'm paying for it today. Uh. Um, okay, where was that even? You were talking about, like, slim pickings. Oh, slim pickings, yeah. No, so I'm, like, swiping through Tinder, and I find myself, like, hesitating over these guys that, like, on principle, I, like, know that just we're not gonna work out like these like minute details that just like tell me so much about this person yeah that are red flags like a lot to do with their style honestly i don't know if you have like things like this but like for one like a septum ring Disgusting. is completely inappropriate so on bad. Man. so bad like, any kind of like facial piercing to me is like gross reprehensible it's disgusting <laughs> As someone who used to have a nose ring for two years, like, darkest point of my life, like... I've never, yeah, I've never had a piercing. Like, so gross. Um, yeah, for that matter, like, I've never really been into nipple piercings either. Um... I just, yeah, it doesn't do again, anything Again, on, on a man, like, I have girlfriends who, like, have nipple piercings, and I'm like, yeah, I live, but... But, yeah, 
any kind of like you know those classic like gray plaid skinny fitting sort of like rolled cuff looking pants like yeah, I don't really like anything that's like I don't like a man that like wears well, like and a black turtleneck like that look. Uh, so gross. So gross. I don't like like an over stylized man, and I also don't like a man that like wears like really tight fitting clothing. I think it's like too much. I like someone that has style, but I don't like when it comes off like you care too much about your style. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like gross to me. I mean... It makes me imagine that you probably just smell like soap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love to... I love to stun looks. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, um... I, honestly, I don't really. But I can appreciate it when other people do. Yeah. What were you wearing last night? I was wearing... <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a pair of Egg Lada dyed jeans and some tabby boots and, like, a black shirt. <laughs> which... I feel like wasn't even that gaggy. It was just like whatever. Yeah. No, you're you're dressed for a. I was dressed for a rave. A rave. Um, Precisely. Yeah. You got a few comments on them. A couple. Confused comments. <laughs> Confused comments. <laughs> the bouncer was like, "I'm trying to figure out what's happening here," and I was like, "That's exactly what I want to hear." When I'm <laughs> trying to look nice. I like looking, like, dressing up once in a while and stuff. Like, I, what I mean is, like, I don't like it when, like, a man makes it his entire personality to, like, be quote-unquote stylish and have style and, like... Or, okay, even, like, guys who, like, really, like, manicure their, uh, beards or they, like, put, like, fades in their beards. So gross. Like, or even a fade in general. Yeah. <laughs> I almost also kind of, in that same way... I, I know this might make me sound, like, weird, but I don't like it when guys, especially gay guys, care too much about their skin. It's, like, weird to me. Like, it's, like, fine if you, like, take care of your skin. It's, like, obviously it's, like, good to have, like, nice-looking, like, healthy skin. But, like, if those kind of, those kinds of gay guys that have, like, that whole, like, Patrick Bateman-ass, like, skincare night nighttime ritual yeah. routine where they, like even if they're drunk out of their mind, they, like, pride themselves on, like, having their, like, 10-step skincare routine every night. I'm like, yeah. gross. Like, Sound, you are disgusting. Sounds like you've been, like, pilled into uh, using a lot of product. Yeah, but also, <laughs> just, like, it's just weird to me. Like, I'm like, sorry that you have to do all that when some of us can literally just sleep in our makeup and still have, like, half-decent <laughs> skin every morning. Like, weird. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I used to work at that skincare place and I feel like I was like a bit more diligent or like I'd have like five products that I really liked, but I'd only use like two or three, maybe like a night. Yeah. Um, now I do hardly nothing. I just got some moisturizer delivered, um, today. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll start wearing moisturizer. <clears throat> I wear like sunscreen and like this moisturizer that I've used for like 10 years and that's pretty much all I do. I wash my face, like, three out of ten times before I go to bed, like... I, I wash my face, like, every night, I would say, but, like, last night, where half of my nights I literally start off sleeping on my couch. Yeah. And then I, like, move to my bedroom at, like, four in the morning. Yeah. With the TV still blaring. <laughs> <laughs> Best sleep of your fucking life. Yeah, so in those cases... Uh, no, I'm probably not washing my face. Hopefully I can manage to, like, brush my teeth, but... I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like I get like grossed out and like the ick from like such small, stupid little like pointless things, especially when I'm dating people. Okay, you're so funny. So I was listening to, um, like, I don't know, I was basically picking up on like, not a trend, but like, in one episode, we we're talking about like, how we're dating or it's cuffing season or like, we're like, trying to meet <laughs> trying to meet a cool guy and then like two, a couple episodes ago you're like could you imagine me dating someone <laughs> you're like me dating someone that's disgusting why would i ever do that yeah story of my fucking life <laughs> but honestly i love this little dance that like i i do it too like this like me dance pretending like i don't myself. care about getting a boyfriend so i get a boyfriend faster <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, I don't know. I think about it sometimes, though. I'm like, I do want a boyfriend, but then, like, I go through phases, like, literally today, where I'm like, I can't reply to any texts or emails or anything for, like, the entire day. And I'm like, that would piss, that would drive somebody crazy if I was dating them. Derek literally literally banging on my door to to get me to record sometimes. I'm like, God. Imagine if I was dating somebody. Yeah, and to think you asked me to be on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I go through phases of having a lot of energy, and then it quickly depletes. Back to fucking ground zero. Mm. That's good, though. I I can appreciate the variety between episodes, because, like, this one, I feel like we're basically, I don't know, not burnt out from this weekend, but, like, Protect from life. Oh my I need God. A, I need a weekend from this weekend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the last episode we were fucking flying off the walls. Like, or at least I was. I was too. Talking over everybody, like no. so drunk. I was telling Derek the other day on the street. I was like, sometimes I go back and listen to the episodes, and I can tell, like. It sounds like I have, like, fucking bipolar disorder, honestly. Like, some episodes I'm, like, so loud and obnoxious, like a fucking chimpanzee smearing his shit all over the fucking wall. And then some episodes it's, like, I show up and I'm, like, I'm gonna give you nothing today, listeners. Like, literally nothing. Like, let's see how long we can stretch this out. I'm, like, let's see how long I can talk about my Starbucks order for and, like, my new pimple on my forehead. Like, hopefully that covers an hour worth of material. Oh, my God. Um, I think today's one of those... I, today's somewhere in the middle, honestly. Okay. I feel like flirty. Apologies to be made this episode. It would be an apology to myself for allowing myself to uh, get so messy. But it was hilarious, honestly. It was... Yeah. I... Every time an episode comes out, I can't be held accountable to that kind of stuff. Sometimes, like, in the we, past. we put out a new episode and I'll get texts sporadically throughout the week of just, like, quotes... And they're like, people will be like, oh my god, this is so funny. And I'm like, literally, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm like, I don't, you don't know. Don't know what you're saying. Somebody, somebody will say to me, they're like, oh my god, this, this line was so funny, or this line was so funny. They're like, both things you said. I'm like, thanks. Uh, Do you want to let Diego know? (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything good I said? Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like tweaking and I'm like asleep and like, just like, I like, I literally have bigger problems. Like I'm fight, I'm fighting like fucking, I'm battling, hom- I'm battling demons and like homelessness and like hobo allegations right now. Like I am, <laughs> I've got my own fucking set of fish to fry. Like I don't, 
I don't give a fuck about some funny quote that I said on a podcast like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, why are you guys even paying that close of attention? Yeah. Um, also, worth mentioning um, <laughs> that I ended it the last episode. That's why it sounded, like, honestly, kind of shitty at some parts. Like, it was giving vintage D real editing. It was. <laughs> and, like, it was so choppy. It was like a Frankenstein of an episode. Um, yeah. And also, funny enough, we didn't mention Tommy, like, one time that episode either. Like, but not in, like, a shady way. Just, like, in a way where... Yeah. Literally nothing happened with Tommy. We, like, Derek just wanted to edit the episode himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, I did. Um... I'm too much of a control freak. I just, like, you know, I felt like I was just, like, appearing on this podcast. I, like, need more of a, need more on my plate. Yeah, I literally feel like I'm appearing on this podcast every week. I'm like, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I sh- roll up to the studio every week, hungover, and, like, literally tweaking. And I'm like, you're like, I hope you prepared. <laughs> literally, I'm like, Derek, what are we talking about? <laughs> As I'm getting, like, powdered at my kitchen table and, like, getting my makeup done to appear on this, like, video-less podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay, one thing that I did want to talk about today is all of those, like, AI-generated, like, creepypasta-looking ass selfies that people are posting. Sick of AI art. Next thing. Like... Like, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. like, AI art is, like an oxymoron in itself like it's fucking it's weird like I was about to say it's like godless but this app like I don't even care like that you're giving up your facial dimensions and stuff like people were talking about this being some kind of like security risk for yourself for like facial mapping and stuff Mm -hmm. I've stopped giving a fuck about facial mapping lyrics. I'm just like, anytime I like model for someone, I'm like, I'm in a fucking facial recognition database already. Yeah, exactly. Um, Every time you take a selfie. Like, I'm less concerned with that, and I'm more concerned with, like, the fucking, like, psychological damage that, honestly, seeing these, like, kind of refined pictures of myself, like, what that would do to my mind. Like, I just, I don't need to, uh... Yeah, every time I... myself down because I don't look like an AI-generated version of myself. You know, every time I do any of these, like, AI, like, art things to, like, make yourself look like an anime character, like, an AI, like... I don't know, like, an AI fucking person. Literally, I, I become, like... I've never wanted to kill myself more. <laughs> 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 like, it makes me look so fucking, like... It, it's just it's the worst oh you think it's ugly it either makes me look horrendously ugly and I'm like damn that's what I look like to the rest of the world or it makes me look so good to the point where it just doesn't even look like me yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> you're like well that's not what I look like yeah it makes me like I don't know it's just fucked also I just hate seeing everyone posting their AI like avatars to like the, their Instagram grids right now because I'm just like I'm like I, wow y'all really don't have any other content huh? yeah I was like I want, I literally want to see like less of you people like <laughs> Like, next thing, please. It's it's becoming a challenge in itself to even, like, care about posting a picture of myself. 
Yeah, you guys just fucking heard me try and curate a vibe post on my Instagram for like 30, the first 30 minutes of this podcast and I just gave up. <laughs> I've been sitting on these like nude pictures where I'm like holding a beer can. You were at the beach that day mm-hmm. um, at the nude beach and I was wearing those like fry boots, cowboy boots and like, yeah, yeah nothing else. And so Sydney took all those pictures of me and... I'm like, I look like I'm, I'm having an amazing time, and the body's right, the tan is right, but... Meanwhile, we're I'm all like, just, like, fighting over vapes for, like, four hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for my loving parents who don't want to see this, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm just kidding. They... Luckily, my parents are, like, kind of in the Stone Age enough that they don't... They don't even know what Instagram is. Like, they don't... They don't subscribe to these conventional uh, <laughs> social media channels, <laughs> um, and I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, I have a couple family. I think most of my family, like, they do follow me on shit, but they just, like, don't really give a fuck. Like, my brother, whenever I see him, he's like, how's your podcast? What do you talk about on there? And I was like, uh, you know, stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, um... Which is good, honestly. Like, if my brother had a podcast... I would not fucking give a fuck. Like, I wouldn't even listen. Yeah, I wouldn't really care if, like, my parents did see anything of mine on the internet. Like, I I don't think I carry a lot of uh, shame to do with my online life, presence, honestly. Yeah. Like, online <clears throat> presence or just, like, my life's actions. Yeah. Um, but I just would rather save myself uh, having to... Don't ask, don't tell, like... I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty much the same as well. Most of, like, my online presence is, like, what you see is what you freaking got. Like, I don't really play it up for the proverbial cameras or anything. It's like, I'm just doing me. This is just me. <laughs> and my realist. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. As soon as I do one of those AI selfie things, I'm going to be calling out my plastic surgeon. I'm going to get a thread left. Oh, I know. Yeah. Honestly, you might look a bit like Charles Gross if you got a thread lift. Oh my god. I'm already I can't, I'm already fighting the Charles, Charles Gross lookalike allegations as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just look like more like haggard Charles Gross on it. Like, a Charles Gross that looks more haggard and like... What is... What Taylor. ethnicity is he? He's Chilean. Half Chilean. Right. Half, and I'm half Mexican. So, the similarities are there. <laughs> yeah. They're, you're, uh brothers along the equator yeah I think yeah like half an hour we're at like 45 minutes okay let's have a cigarette and come back um (laughs) we found something to talk about (laughs) okay guys we're back with um yeah some really hard hitting news (laughs) the way that no one's really talking about how Megan Trainor's literally mother (laughs) (laughs) Megan Trainer, like okay, I'm not fully on board, but Diego coined the term uh, "megasons" for <laughs> for Megan Trainer's comeback with this new song. What's it called? Um, we do look. Mm-hmm. Also, Tommy coined that term. He's gonna get mad at me if I take credit. But the the point still stands that Megan Trainer is literally mother right now. I listened. To Megan Trainer made you look. It's a, it's only like a two minute song, so it's so easy to stream. 
think I listened to it for like 45 minutes straight <laughs> one day when I was like so hungover and now it's like just stuck in my head and I keep like telling acquaintances of mine when we're like out for coffee I'm like have you heard that Megan Trainor song and everyone like looks at me like I'm like a meth addict everyone's You're- like what the fuck <laughs> Honestly, like, in two weeks, you'll be like, yeah, no, that was just another Megan Trainor song that you were, like, forced to listen to. Yeah. You're, like, brainwashed by the algorithm that made it to, uh, to like it. It's good, though. She's kind of having her, like, skinny Adele moment. She lost, like, a bunch of weight, but not, like... Because, like, you know when, like, Adele lost a ton of weight? It almost was low-key fatphobic because it was like, <laughs> damn. People get mad at us for, like, being, like, fatphobic. Low-key, if you lose, like, what? Like, fucking 175 pounds in, like, a rapid amount of time? You hate fat people more than any skinny twink with the podcast in the world. Like, you fucking hate fat people. I mean, I don't think Adele hates fat people. Oh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure she does now. I'm sure behind closed <laughs> doors that woman is, like, spewing the most hateful-ass rhetoric about fucking fat people. But see, Megan Turner just lost, like, like a nice amount of weight. Like, like a dignified... 40. Yeah, so, like, she looks great, but, but she's still, like, repping for the thick and juicy Roxy Andrew, like, girls, but... She, um... She looks amazing. Okay, she... Yeah, she... She looks good in the Made You Look music video that, uh... Is basically, like... got me to watch. It's basically, uh, like, a, a Candy Crush ad without the Candy Crush in it. Yeah. And like the creative director was like, whatever. I, I want you to give Candy Crush, Mama. <laughs> I think that um, you in particular or the people needed some kind of like pick me up, and Megan Trainer like provided that. Oh, we did that um, that first day that I was streaming it. I was so depressed, and I was like texting people that I was like streaming the song, and I was like, honestly, you're like, I look good in my Versace dress. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? what? <laughs> but it just puts me in a good mood. It makes me happy. It's like. That's my vibe right now. Like, if something makes me happy and puts me in a good mood. That's, like, um, okay, the corniest song that I genuinely like, and I'll listen to it, like, in the morning, maybe, like, first song kind of vibe while I'm, whatever, dotting around the house. Just Like Magic by Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Like, a song in my rotation, simply because she's, like, I don't know. She's into all this, like, manifesting kind of, like, good energy, like, receives good energy, like, back from the universe, like, all that sort of stuff, I really... I hate when successful people talk about manifesting, like, bitch, can I I ask, like, fucking aimless, low-life, broke people have anything, like, we're the ones that need to manifest shit, I'm like, I need to manifest $20, okay? Ariana Grande manifested, like, glow up on glow up on glow up, and And she's... she's <laughs> Literally, so it works. She, she is looking like wild right now. Like She's looking like fresh tilapia. <laughs> she like she went blonde. I don't know if she bleached her eyebrows or something. But okay, it's so funny. Like I have a few girlies who will like send me like bitches that I don't know on Instagram. <laughs> like and they'll, women. And they'll just be like they'll be like Binspo or something and I'm like yes uh, <laughs> this is what Derek's DMs look like random <laughs> women sending Ariana Grande selfies and he's like yes <laughs> no no my friends sending like like some random girl named like Tessa or something she's like a mother of two but she's like as thin as a freaking like pin needle yeah and yeah our friends like <laughs> Binspo or like goals <laughs> and like <laughs> 
You're like, yes, more of this. I'm like, yes. But um, yeah, Ariana Grande was one of the recent pictures I got sent. They're like, oh my God, look at her fucking clavicles. Like they are, she's about to slit her own wrists on her fucking uh, Is kind of like it to me. Like, um, I really admire her, but. There just seems like something's off with her a little bit. She has. I've like, never really jumped on board because there was like one missing glaring defect with her. I don't know what it is, but just something doesn't seem right. Well, there's some kind of like ominous like darkness that follows her, I think. And like, yeah. she, t- she strikes me as a woman who like, I don't know, she might be dabbling in like manifestation for like those who want to like be positive about it, but it's almost like witchcraft to me that she has physically transformed the way she has. Her fame has, like, completely exploded, like, into something huge. Yeah. And she's blessed with, like, probably one of the best voices, like, alive right now. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean she's making the best music, like, in the entire world or anything, but she fucking works with what she's got. And she just continues to get punished by the universe for it. Like, ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller, like, dies. That was probably devastating for her. Um, the fucking bombing at her concert. Like, this woman has gone through, like, traumas that, like, the masses, like, do not feel the weight of, you know? Yeah, I guess. So, I don't know. I kind of just feel like there's, like, a sadness behind her eyes, sort of. I... As someone who always gets told this looks like there's a sadness behind my eyes, I can I can clock it when I see it. Like, she... I, I agree. And when she inevitably comes out with some, like, tortured, like, autobiography, she's made some kind of deal, and I think she's cursed. I would... I would honestly make a deal... I was gonna say I'd make a deal with the devil for like a few years of happiness, but now a I'm few s- years. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't know if I would. I um. Would I make a deal with the devil for like a lifetime of happiness, just so I could suffer in hell for the rest of eternity? Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, that same thought occurred to me today. I was like, well, don't they say that like this earthly realm is supposed to kind of be like like the place where we like do our suffering and like. I've been doing my suffering. My card got declined when I tried to buy Starbucks the other day. It was like four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I've done my suffering. Believe me. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I think that that like honestly brings you closer to God. So yeah, it's well, good. clearly it's not doing any favors for me. So maybe I need to start. I've dabbling googled, in the dark arts a little bit. I've definitely googled before, uh, like how does one make a deal with the devil? Honestly, just from the story. Like, yeah, I I had an old roommate, and we used to talk about this a lot, where literally it sounds like we lived in a fucking, like, loony bin, but bear with me. <laughs> um, sometimes when we'd have, like, really hard weeks or months. Um, years. <laughs> years, lifetimes. We'd, like, she'd be like, oh, like, I see, like, sometimes when I'm, like, asleep, like, I feel like, like, entities are, like, calling to me or something, and all I have to do is, like, reach my hand out, and then, like, I can make, like, some sort of like deal and stuff but then I never like really want to follow through with it because it seems like I should just like continue powering forward like sounds um 
That sounds like sounds fabricated. That sounds a little fabricated. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds literally like I'm like okay. So like she was she off just, her meds. <laughs> she, just wanted, she just wanted to like sound deep, and she was definitely stoned out of her mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I used. And I was like the demons in question were literally just like working a part time job. <laughs> I mean, life is what you make it. So it's everybody's just got their own story. I'm like not ready to just subscribe to uh I don't know fucking 9 to 5. Uh, I literally am about to subscribe to a 9 to 5 oh lifestyle. See guys, literally this is why you have to go subscribe to our fucking Patreon and like liberate us. Literally we're talking about making <laughs> deals with the devil just so we don't have to work a 9 to 5 job. Like Patreon.com like, this, this is season two. Real, okay? <laughs> We're basically working a fucking sweatshop for you bitches. So you oh. can listen to this goddamn podcast in your, uh, during your jobs. Okay, this this just came to mind. And then maybe this is a good place to, uh, to wrap it up. But I had this stroke of genius <laughs> I idea. I thought you were going to say you had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stroke during this recording. Um... <laughs> Sounds like I'm having a stroke, honestly. No, I had a stroke <laughs> of genius, and a few people this week have been, like, sharing with me, like, more than a few even, have been sharing that, like, we've been in their Spotify wrapped in, like, their podcast, like, chart. Oh, yeah. And so I think it would be a really fun idea, and maybe this contest will go until, like, Christmas or something, but I think... Anybody who posts their Spotify wrapped like podcast with D Real in the wrapped and whatever, give it a little circle or something. Um, even better if you're number one. But um, they enter by sharing that on their story, and then we can like send them a little like merch package because I'm trying to. I have so many good merch ideas, so you can, <laughs> whatever. Expect some uh, special prize. The D-Real merch package is like a half-used dying vape. vape, like <laughs> a bottle of red wine that's like already had a sip taken out of it, and like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Including a dead vape would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we, <laughs> we puffed this one during this episode. Yeah, um, enjoy. Like, enjoy that. It's like, and the, yeah, that's like the merch package. And an e-transfer request for $20. No, but I think it'll be like a tote bag and then maybe like a t-shirt and like... And a slap on the ass. And maybe a couple, <laughs> maybe a couple nude Polaroids or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh my God, I need that. Then definitely, yeah, give us a shout out. We'll, we'll notice it. Um... <laughs> And I think that might be a good place to end this one because we're finally ready to watch the next episode <clears throat> of White Lotus. We're going to do a little double feature, so... So you guys are working... Pennies. For, for our, two patr- our two patrons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. <laughs>